Greetings, weary travelers, come, warm yourself by the fire, and let us regale you with mighty tales, tales of adventure, tales of heroism, and of course, tales of Tamriel. I am your host, Arkanir Silvershield, and I'm joined by the man, the myth, the legend, Lotus of Doom, in one of his probably happiest episodes, because we just got through the uh, global reveal event for Elder Scrolls Online and 2023, and I feel like it was all tailored for Lotus. So, Lotus, how are you feeling about all this? Yeah, so um, the reveal was a couple hours ago at this point, and I think it it's pretty obvious that um, Zenimax designed the entirety of the game uh, for me and no one else. <laughs> <laughs> so you're all welcome to enjoy it as well, but everything was apparently designed for me. Um, they, wh whenever I mentioned, I guess um, last year that I, I, you know, struggled to keep up with all these changes to the, you know, to, to combat and stuff like that and all those things, where I was like, yeah, I'm still having fun, but just in a different way. I'm doing different stuff. Um, I feel like. Elder Scrolls Online apparently heard that and was like, you know what? I'm going to take that personally because <laughs> now <laughs> we got my favorite region, which more we're going back to Morrowind, uh, which I will talk about one thing with that, which we'll, we'll get to in a minute. Uh, but absolutely love it. We're seeing Necrom. Uh, no mention of Blacklight, which I had joked about like, okay, well, this seems too on the nose. Apparently it was too on the nose. It literally <laughs> was not mentioned. So um we're we're staying on the the east side of of morrowind which is mm. interesting um so that's that's a a thing um <laughs> but the other zone which i came up with my metaphorical reasoning to i was like well they said zones so we'll probably get east and west morrowind wrong we get east morrowind and necrom and the telvani peninsula uh, and we get apocrypha which is okay we're going back to apocrypha which i'm totally on board with i love the way that's designed i'm just surprised i, I don't know i i thought i figured we might touch on it but i was kind of surprised that it looks like we're going straight up like in there for a substantial mm -hmm. portion like they've done with the Deadlands or Cold Harbor or something like that, which mm. I'm on board for because it looks awesome. Um, similar, but again, similar to the Deadlands, similar to what you've seen, but fleshed out. Um, so I don't and know. Possibly I'm, not I'm very... as big, considering but, well, it's not going to be a separate zone DLC, but will be. Or wait, I feel like we're going to get <clears throat> access to it um With in the, the same way that yeah no no yeah definitely but i feel like it's going to be like the same type of way as we got to fargrave or the same way we oh, got yeah, yeah. to yeah, like that type of thing or you know there was the clickable part of the map where mm -hmm. you go to to get to these other areas on the outskirts of the map i figure it's going to yeah. be something similar to that but i thought but, like um, in terms of if they are squeezing it into a chapter along with the chapter's own zone you know, it could be smaller because of the manpower that they have. I see. Know. See, now my question or my my thought here, which I'll be curious to see how it plays out. And I guess we can get into the, the map thing that I do have a bit of a quandary on. Um, and I hope they elaborate on it. 
But um, the idea is that it's not just split between the second quarter and fourth quarter. They kind of give it to you all at once. So like, mm. okay, that's fine. So like, I kind of think it's probably about the same amount of material, but without the arbitrary gap is kind of my thought. Um, mainly because the change in cadence seems reactionary to player feedback. Mm -hmm. But we've long heard that these things are planned out several years in advance. So this was probably originally designed to be a chapter, something, and a Q4 zone. And I think now we're getting it all at once instead. So I know they sense. work, they start working on chapters like a year and a half before. Right. So around six months, they are working on two chapters at the same time because it has to overlap at some point. Exactly. Um, so yeah, you could be right. You could be right. Um, also, <clears throat> I just want to mention... You just pretty much summarized the entire thing in your excitement. So that's the end of the show. And we can yeah, just... Yeah, that's it. Um, when we said go to concise, sleep. we meant it. <laughs> yeah. We didn't even get to say concise. I was like, yeah, no, are actually, you excited we were to talk concise. about this? And then you just talked yeah, about the entire the thing. The whole thing. Yep. <laughs> we're, we were so concise. We didn't even tell you how concise the episode yeah, is going to be. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, I, I say we go over it step by step, though, to, to keep things yes. a little bit more structured. Uh, so in terms of that, there's one part of this when we were talking about the zones that I feel is there's not a lot to discuss. Um, but one thing I did want to note, just because I saw a little debate on it, some people being a little more extreme than others. Um, hmm. So there's always questions of the design of the map in ESO about how it kind of doesn't quite line up with some of the other games. Yeah. Um, and we get these weird little snippets. Like if you go behind Whiterun, it's straight up not the same. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, not Whiterun, Windhelm. If you go behind oh. Windhelm, it's just nothing yeah. ESO, the, like that the <laughs> end of the continent, whereas that's absolutely not how it is. Type of, Stuff like that, and it, whatever. It's, it, they can come up with reasons for it and everything like that. Um, they only briefly did it, so maybe it was just a snippet, but they zoom into the Telvani Peninsula, which is the thing that I always joke is the Morrowind Mitten up in the corner, mm -hmm. and they only have the middle of it highlighted as the zone. Now, it was very quick, Maybe they, it was just like them to, but the very top of it wasn't talk like it, it implied that the top still wouldn't be filled out, which is just weird if that's the case. Like it's kind of the middle bit, like the palm, so to speak. Um, which I is, know. I mean, I which am is weird. so not familiar with anything. Well, this is, yeah. And this more is more of it anyway. So. Right. And this is super, super nerdy, but like technically, I, if I'm not mistaken, that's like Indural territory more than it is Telvani. Like the Telvani Peninsula is the peninsula bit up top, mm -hmm. not the nub down below it. So I don't know if that was just the part they zoned in on or if that's literally all we're going to get, because if that, that's weird if that's the case. I don't um, know. I mean, it might be the other parts might be the dungeons, the raid, the trial. Um, you know, th like they introduced Falkreath, the entire Falkreath as a dungeon. So maybe the rest of the peninsula 
could be the dungeons or the trial or things like that too. That's true. And actually Groove mentions in chat, I got a feeling the multi-year arc might use that as the rest of the, as, as like the more of the year as it continues on. That's totally possible too. Could be too yeah. Um, yeah, to totally. And that's why I'm not too, well, one, I'm not going to be that upset about it anyways, because I, <laughs> I guess I don't care that much. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it, it, it's weird if that's the case, but the only thing, I, it's kind of worth noting because it is a little peculiar. Um, and I don't like when there's just like these weird, like the Tenmar Forest in between Northern and Southern Elsmere still gives me kind of like a twitch <laughs> just because it's like, dude, just put the Tenmar Forest there. I don't I don't care if it's literally where I turn in Ritz, just fill in the map. You're killing me <laughs> here. Um, also, yeah, so that... that that's all I kind of wanted to mention about that. It's just odd that it seemed like it was just a chunk of the peninsulas. Mm -hmm. So, and Robin Chat makes a good point. Base game doesn't line up with the with the Elder Scrolls Five map because Skyrim wasn't released yet while they were making exactly. ESO base game, and that yes. makes sense. I mean, Skyrim released two thousand eleven, ESO released two thousand fourteen, but ESO was in development for about. I want to say yeah. seven, eight years before uh, yeah. prior. Um, they're so, they're um, yeah they're they're very similar but they are not the same. Rob mm. is one hundred percent correct on that. That, um, make, that makes sense. Also, I love yep. how um, everyone who comes into chat in the uh, live recording <laughs> immediately goes like, "Okay, this is Lotus's year," or like, "Lotus, are you happy?" and things like that. <laughs> so, like, I I guess you know to to everybody that was actually on the stream uh i mean there was no way to read that chat that was like i think there were like eighty thousand people just oh, under I didn't that even have like, the chat open yeah it, it it was nonsensical to try to read there it, like all anybody did during the i felt bad uh all anybody did well other than the fact that most people apparently are illiterate uh which mm. is ridiculous like they they blatantly said that the eso global reveal was at 345 and people the whole time during the direct were like, oh, no, so blah, blah, blah. ESO. And I'm like, dude, like, OK, they are showing other things. This isn't an ESO conference like that. Yeah. Read the, read the header here. Like, don't be. <laughs> and some of the other stuff might not be for me, but it's like, I don't know. That that to me is just like needlessly disrespectful. But what, mm -hmm. whatever that aside, um, during the actual ESO thing where all of the ESO people got together because it was like, hey, we actually know what time it is, or we were just lingering long enough to join all the people who know how to read a chart. Um, hmm. We're having fun in chat and stuff like that. Everybody, the the vibe seemed very, very positive. People really seemed to be enjoying the new class, which we'll get into and all that stuff. But the amount of people who either used one of my emotes or <laughs> I just saw highlighted Lotus, it's your chapter. Like in the actual thing flying by on the screen. I'm like, well, this is it. This is it. I've peaked. Like everybody's <laughs> aware that this is for me. So <laughs> eight, eight, eight years of being a follower of Hermamora led to this. Off. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that, that was all. I just wanted to make that little geographic point as mm. weird as that was, just because it's a little peculiar. And hopefully they'll just fill in the explanation later on is all. Yeah. All right, so the actual recap. Now that yes. Lotus got all of that out of his system, yes, uh, for the past it ten will minutes. Be more <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they started the global reveal event with Pete Hines, the VP of Communications. I think he still is uh, Uncle Pete, um, joined by 
Rich Lambert, the creative director of Elder Scrolls Online, with pants. Confirmed with pants, yep. With pants, yes. And we mm -hmm. all know that uh, if Rich is wearing pants, good things are about to be announced every single time. And it's, I'm really, yep. actually, on a side note, really curious about how people who join the Elder Scrolls Online community in recent days feel about when we start talking about the creative director of the game wearing shorts versus pants publicly gonna... with no given context. Like, yeah, I was going to oh, say, oh, he's wearing pants. Wow. And they're like, from the outside <laughs> looking in, if you are new to this community and there are a lot of inside jokes amongst this community, mm -hmm. including those with people who stream, us podcasters, the devs themselves, the official ESO account. Mm -hmm. People would probably get a look at this community if they're new to it and be like, what the fuck is the matter with these people? Because, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly, a lot of the stuff that is just... It, seriously, like, like, the director's wearing pants, and people are like, what does he usually wear? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that's going to be pretty weird for your first impression to the, yeah. to the series. <laughs> so, very early on, they announced... The new chapter, which is going to be called Necrom, and they showed the new Ouroboros because we get a new Ouroboros with every chapter, and this is actually one of the one of my favorite ones. Even though I'm not a huge fan of Hermamora, but it's basically tentacles and eyes. Mm -hmm. But the classic Elder Scrolls Online Ouroboros, it's a gorgeous design. Yeah, it's um, really that's one of uh, Hermaeus Morris stuff aside. That is a clever design. The mm -hmm. fact that it's like that ended up when when that first got revealed, it was like, oh, that's that's real cool. Yeah. Like, that's that's real neat. I like that. Like that that was a really good integration for that one. Mm -hmm. I kind of want a necklace or or like a bracelet of it. To be honest, right? It's it's, it's yeah. Just it's it's really. I I don't know. Like because I'm still working on like my uh. The uh, the Elder Scrolls portion of like my sleeve tattoo that I'll be getting at some point, hopefully oh. this by this summer. Um, I almost wonder if like I want to do that Ouroboros as opposed to like a different one or something like that. I mean, uh, if you are not gonna do the classic one, I feel like you that gotta was do my this original one. idea was like, oh, I'll just do the, the classic original one. one like, yeah, I mean, original yeah, one has a different meaning too. So right, so yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a gorgeous design. And the subtitle for this chapter is Shadow Over Morrowind. So every chapter sort of gets like Greymore, Dark Heart of Skyrim, Elsewhere, Cats and Sands. I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember what the Elsewhere one was. Yeah, no, that, I'm pretty sure that was the official title, <laughs> Cats and Sand. Um, yeah. Uh, but Litter this one box is, of terror. Yeah, the, the only fine. the only one I remember apparently is Greymore, but Skyrim, obviously. So this one is Necrom Shadow of Morrowind, uh, Shadow over Morrowind, Shadow over Morrowind. Which yeah. the artwork, which of course I ordered the lithograph because I'm a, I just ordered everything. Um, it's really cool. I just mm. love the fact that the clouds form Hermaeus Mora's eye gazing over. Morrowind, it's, I just like that looks so cool. Throughout the entire thing, with the trailer as well, because again, cinematic trailer, magnificent job once again. The way they portrayed Hermos Mora is amazing, because in yeah. Skyrim, we only see like a few tentacles of him, or just like an avatar, or a blob avatar, 
of Hermamora, which is maybe the size of like a giant at best. Yeah. In this trailer, <laughs> you see that Hermamora is a Daedric prince. Yeah, and... it's very it's a very intimidating presence instead. Mm -hmm. I those blur tra trailers are so good. And this one was like exceptional even by their standards. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like uh because chat was even like losing its mind when that was going on it just it looked so awesome and uh yeah it's the the sense of scale was a little more over the top with hermaeus mora this time yes. than just like oh okay yeah he's the size of a doorway oh yeah he's, okay so he's pretty he's pretty big here oh he's you know a potato crab for some reason in this <laughs> other game like it's fine like and then this one it's just like okay so he's like a celestial planetary being it's mm -hmm. like well okay that got that got intense I, I i really love because this is how it should feel i mean at the end hermamora might be like okay you know fate and knowledge and things like that and maybe not the most intimidating daedric prince but he's still a daedric prince right so like this this design was gorgeous my one problem with the cinematic was that the North hero was not in it. So, but hopefully, true. hopefully in the future trailers, you know, as the year goes on, we'll get him in there somewhere yeah, somehow. I don't care if it's up. relevant yeah. or not. No, it doesn't matter. He'll just come in and just be like, "Hey, Hermes Mora," and Hermes Mora can give him a cool tentacle axe, and boom, done. Uh, there you go. Problem yeah. solved. <laughs> totally on board with this. So, Necrom is. The name of the chapter, but it's also the city that will, I guess, take the main hub of this chapter as act yes. as the main hub of this chapter. So, where is Necrom? What is Necrom? So, Necrom is the area in the eastern side of Morrowind over in that Telvanni Peninsula area that we had kind of discussed on the show in our guesses on where we're going and stuff like that. Well, Surprise. That was one of the places we said was very, very likely. And boom, that's where it was. Mm -hmm. um, we haven't seen this much like Gideon with Blackwood. Um, we haven't seen Necrom since the Elder Scrolls one arena. Yep. So um, very cool. I love the I love the weird esoteric arena pulls <laughs> and battle spire pulls and all this stuff. So like that, that stuff to me is just such such a cool nod. Um, and uh yeah it's it's definitely a lot prettier than it is uh than i remember it being in the elder scrolls one arena much less pixelated uh yeah. <laughs> so that's a definite step in the right direction but um yeah really really big fan of this this area it's kind of like the city of the dead type of thing where supposedly it's a lot of where the dunmer people kind of have like a neutral zone to like bury their fallen or deceased ancestors mm -hmm. and uh it's not supposed to be specifically governed uh by any one great house it's more of like a neutral zone even though it's very close to the telvani Mm. Um, so I'll be curious to see how they fill that out, what they flesh out with it and all of that. It's really cool to see another, we get the nostalgia thing, but also something new. So it's kind of a cool double yeah. take on that. Whereas Vardenfell we had seen, so it was their reimagining of it. This is more like, Hey, you guys really like Morrowind. Here's <laughs> part of it. You haven't seen in forever. And also welcome Avron and friends. <laughs> 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 we are being uh, raided once again by the Altmeri Dominion, which yep. 
But they we come welcome... bearing Hermaeus Mori emotes. But, this so. is true. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> um, one cool um, UESP lore anecdote regarding Necrom. Uh, this was also mentioned during the reveal as well that uh, Vivek mentions Necrom a few times in his uh, sermons. So according yes. to Vivek, Necrom was created from the remains of Gulga Morgel, the eighth and most powerful monster that he faced in his journey. The rocks around Necrom are said to be his bones. The Dunmer have ins inscribed runes upon them in honor of this legend. Uh, and then USB, when they uh, when the account tweeted this, asked like, "Is it true?" And all the quote retweets are like, "Vivek is a liar." No, <laughs> if Vivek wrote it, it's not true. I mean, to be fair, Vivek is a, a liar. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he takes credit for all grand things, but um, yeah. So Necron will, uh, I guess, be the main hub. Uh, and where the main action, main storyline and whatnot takes place. But we, of course, also, as <laughs> Year of the Lore Nerds, says over Aaron in chat. <laughs> uh-huh, that's right. Uh, we are also going to get the place that I forgot the name of again, even though I had Lotus Apocrypha. say it. It's the greatest. Yes. <laughs> Apocrypha, there we go. Um, that we saw in Skyrim's Dragonborn DLC when we, yep. you know, dealt with Mirak, when we dealt with Harmamora, mm -hmm. and the, um, oh, I forgot the tribe that, um, calls Harmamora Harmamora. Skull, sc Skulls? Oh, the no. Skull? Yeah, the Skull, skulls. yes, the Skull. Yeah, yeah, the Skull tribe. Um, yep. we're trying so to hide knowledge, don't do that, man. <laughs> it didn't work out well for that old guy. <laughs> so, they mentioned... Um, that of course they are, you know, taking uh, inspiration from the Skyrim depiction of Apocrypha, and we will have the nasty seekers, we will have the nasty lurkers, we will have the familiar giant, you know, um, stacks of books and yep, the weird green atmosphere all over the place. Yeah, and we will have all of these with. Elder Scrolls Online's team's uh, own twist, basically. So it will be familiar, but it will be new. Yep. Did you see, did, did you get to actually watch the thing, by the way? Oh, so after I got... Uh, like, So I was doing the best I could to stay on some degree of signal while I was out working kind of in the middle of nowhere. Hmm. Um, I, it was a little choppy, but I was like kind of following the best I could with it. Um, so I got to see a decent amount. And then once I got done with work and got home while I was eating, I went to YouTube and rewatched it because it was like 33 minutes long or whatever. So I got to watch it from beginning to end uninterrupted. Um, oh, so yes, okay. I got to so see all the cool... You did, yes. you, you did see the tome shells. Oh, the, yes. The little, the little creatures that... <laughs> the little take... creatures with the little tendrils. Yeah, so basically they, they added, Zas added these new little creatures to Apocrypha and they are called Tome Shells and they are little, like, tiny Hermamoras with little tentacles and little eyes and they take the books as a shell <laughs> like a hermit crab it's taking so on like a random shell on, on, in, the, in the ocean and it just looks so cute across, like, 
old disgustingness of oh yeah no anything it's undulating tentacles everywhere <laughs> and it's like oh look at this little guy just flapping his pages <laughs> yeah and and this i mean obviously going to be a pet uh, oh yeah just... absolutely <laughs> it's just such Without a great a addition like i i love that addition to it yeah another creature that it looked like um so you know the ice race what those things look like they're kind of like the elongated little snake like oh, yeah, the race yeah so there's a book version of one of those i saw as well uh where oh, it I looks like that. They extend into folding pages, so it looks like the book's unfolding into that type of shape. It's oh, really cool looking. I miss that. The design that. on them is like <laughs> really on point with some of the weird stuff. Yeah, they honestly they did a really good job with this, and I mean, they, it, Zas really does a good job with adding their own twist to the Elder Scrolls universe. Yeah. Um, but with with this stuff, I'm I'm really enjoying. The things that they're coming up with for this for also, the responses in chat are priceless. My little Necronomicron. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jimmy. Uh, <laughs> so, but uh yeah, so those things look awesome. I just mm -hmm. the design of the stuff. Seekers, I think, are super unnerving as a creature design. So I, I love I that hated those are back. seekers so oh, much. So freaky. And I feel like I'm gonna hate them here again. And it's, oh man, I, don't I like them. They remind hey, look, me. Maybe I won't. Maybe I won't less armor. Maybe I can get a seeker polymorph, and then I can just be a seeker. Honestly, you would look better <laughs> as a seeker than I, you do in your goddamn glass armor. So you know what? I would be okay I, with this. I, I, I will die in this glass armor. It's from Asmora colored right out the <laughs> gate. It's, it's all on brand. I've got this. Nobody's realized how synchronized my brand has been for the past eight years <laughs> it's all coming together now so art here in chat asks what's the name of the other new monster they added um might be the hushed so basically yes, hushed. some poor souls in apocrypha they get like they the amount of knowledge in a sense destroys their mind and yes. bends their body and crushes their bones and stuff like that basically the presence of apocrypha is not meant for mere mortals and if you stay there too long you turn into these hushed creatures which kind of i i don't know how to explain them like they are sort of mummified yeah they look hollowed out it's just like they look like so husks. the thing is in a, they in, they in... do, and the thing about them, which is actually, um, I wish I had the book handy. It's a fantastic book. I want to say it's like on Oblivion or something like that, uh, but I I could be wrong. Um, if anybody in chat happens to know this while I'm discussing this, maybe somebody could fill it in so I don't have to Google through the UESP while while I'm trying to do this. But um, the idea to these things is. <clears throat> When you get that much knowledge at your disposal with Apocrypha, the creepy thing isn't so much that it's like hyper intimidating, it's that it's overwhelming. Mm. And the point is, you have so much to get your hands on at your disposal that you become literally obsessed with it. And it's just like it becomes all consuming and just ruins you. And actually, I, I could be wrong on the book name, um, but I feel like it's the end of On Oblivion where basically they're traversing 
the um this this powerful mage is traversing the different planes of oblivion and communicating back to his protege or apprentice or you know the person he's working with and when he gets to apocrypha like he's just talking about like oh you know i'm blinded by the beauty but it smells so nice and everything like that mm. when i'm in um azura's realm uh, of Moonshadow and stuff like that. And it's like, oh, the, this waking nightmare place when he, he, he's dealing, um, what do you call it, with, with Vermina. And it's all these things. And he gets to Apocrypha and basically he gets sort of distracted. And the book ends with him basically just being lost in the stacks and going completely insane because he can't control his thirst for more knowledge, which is like these creatures are the epitome of like, yep, dropped you in here. So um, anytime you want to stop, you do you. And then people just like go and stop eating and stop doing anything. And they just warp into these horrible monstrosities type of thing. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah, mm -hmm. that's uh, that's probably not good. You're definitely not going to, you know, you know, that much knowledge. It kind of like overloads their like mortal brains and bodies, apparently. Mm -hmm. So kind of a cool and fitting new enemy. It's one of the ones that I think has doesn't seem like that much of a stretch compared to some of the other stuff. Cause like the, you know, you've got the seekers and lurkers and stuff like that. So it's, it's very cool. Like I, I really like the new designs. Mm -hmm. It's yeah, it's, it's pretty neat. So yeah, I mean the zone East Morrowind, Necrom, Apocrypha. Yep. Those are the places that we are going to go, but to very everyone's expectations, Station plus surprise because we were kind of expecting it, but we were also kind of surprised by it. We are getting a new class called the Arcanist. <laughs> and... We are, and so other okay, more this class super has like an Hermaeus Mora vibe, but like mm -hmm. more so than that. It's cool because it looks very <laughs> honestly. We didn't get spellcrafting, which was uh, the leading theory beyond just me and like a lot of people. Um, this thing seems really like some type of really cool spell creation machine, like as a class, which is like, OK, well, that I think mm -hmm. might even be better for a lot of people, because it's like, as they mentioned, uh, a lot of the skills are based on you learning more knowledge and stuff like that. You're not literally doing the spellcrafting like, oh, I'm going to find this rune and I make a new skill. But it's like, it sounds like the lore to this character is yes. designed around like that. So it's like, that's that seems pretty cool, actually. I, I like that. Um, which also might make it a lot easier than balancing because <laughs> that was our big holdup with the idea of spellcrafting. It's like, that balancing is going to be yeah, a that's, nightmare yeah. world. <laughs> but our, well... I think are, but I'll say specific for me. They had mentioned in the past they had no more room, really, for um, a new class because they couldn't get many more animations in the game because of last gen. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I um, over the past week, <laughs> I, I joined both. Locke on Krakencast and Olibo as well as Nephis on the ESOU podcast. Yeah, Shout last out to week both you of those were shows. pretty much in every ESO podcast in, that is out there. Yeah. <laughs> Literally anybody who seemed to have a podcast was like, oh, by the way, so you like Hermaeus Mora. This sounds super like you. You want to come join the show? <laughs> Which I super appreciate that everybody's thinking of me. That was very nice. Um, I basically had no voice Monday uh, from all that talking. <laughs> but um, I... I you know, we had all speculations and stuff like that. And one of the things that had been mentioned was that they really couldn't make a new class work with last gen. I believe it. 
I don't remember the place that specifically asked Rich Lambert, but he said it in basically not even that many words, just like, that's not a thing we can do right now. Um, so this came really out of left field. I was very surprised by this, but either one, they came up with some cool solution to their problem and, and got a workaround, which is awesome for all the people who want a new class. Or this is some creative way of reusing assets in a way, but it doesn't look like it. That portal, like the teleporting thing and that it runic, like tendril attack like yeah those are new those are sure. not <laughs> yeah those and are the, the, not the, things in the, the game. <laughs> sigils that we have around the character that are right. circling around running around with a book in your hand yeah uh, it, yeah they, they seem they seem it's like new. a spell sword kind of thing which is mm. one of, again it's a style that a lot of people have wanted granted it's not a bard Mattyon. i'm sorry but <laughs> At the same time, you can just write a music note on a page and then s pretend that you're singing it, it, and it's exactly. close. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Um, so the lore behind the, the class is that you summon a tome from Apocrypha. It's not one of the black tomes, but it's something similar to the black tomes. And you basically draw your powers and abilities from that tome, allowing you to cast... Hermos Mora themed spells. Yes. And these include opening okay. portals. These include shooting out tentacles from like your yeah, hand as a the trust mark attack. The tentacle thing is awesome looking. <laughs> so they didn't show, they, I think they only show like three abilities. Um, there's the portal one, which is interesting. I'm curious to see how the portal is going to work because. Basically, you open up a portal in front of you and then at a distance. And yes. then it just teleports you there, which so, sort of feels like the Warden one, but Warden one teleports others and it has a uh, the, the channeling time, the charge time. This doesn't. It's pop right. a portal, go through pop it. Pop your other portal and go through. Yeah, I'm yeah. curious to see what people are going to do with that how people are going to break the game with that, because I'm pretty sure it's just going to cause problems with colliders and stuff at certain points. Going to um, allow it. <laughs> I, I'm not taking criticisms of the Hermaeus Mora Lotus of Doom chapter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but overall, it looks like an interesting class. Yeah, also, it's very cool looking aesthetically, for sure. It is bringing a whole new mechanic a combo point system. Yes. So they didn't go into the details of it, but right. you are going to be able to combo your attacks, build up a certain point in whatever system they are going to be using, and that is going to affect how your other attacks do. Very curious how that's going to work out. That sounds really different. Yeah. Because we don't... We, there is no... There, there's no concept of combos in ESO at all. Yeah, that's so. right. That's a very different parallel. <laughs> uh, um, so yeah, very. I'm curious, curious to see, to see how, how that's going to work as well. Yep, definitely. So yeah, that's the that's basically the new class. Obviously, we see in the teaser the new us, basically the player representative <laughs> yeah. character, uh, which is an Arcanist, uh, Donmer. Um, and 
I feel like there is now sort of a conflict in the community. I, I would be remiss if I don't mention this. Uh, between Naryu fans and this <laughs> new Arcanist fans. And fans yeah. who love both. Uh, right, so sure. They did make sure to make... Because we are going to Morrowind, but... Naryu doesn't appear in the trailer. And people were upset about that fact. I was upset about that fact. How would we not get <laughs> Naryu... If we are going to Morrowind, I mean, come on. I mean, this new <laughs> character looks amazing, does awesome stuff, but Naryu is different. Then uh, they did actually confirm, apparently they also thought of the same thing internally, that Naryu will be making a comeback as well at some point during the sure. new zone, new chapter. Um, so there you go. Like, we... I'm... I'm really happy to see <laughs> that the developers themselves realized that people were going to be talking about this and right. specifically mentioned it during the review. <laughs> right. Um, speaking of characters, new characters and stuff, there's two more companions coming too. Mm -hmm. Which is interesting yes. because, again, I know that the general sentiment is... For for a lot of people who do endgame and stuff like that, they don't care about companions. Or if you do PvP, you straight up don't care about companions because mm. you can't even use them. Um, but it seems like actually, for the most part, companions have actually been a feature that people have really liked. Um, other than, obviously, the company of Zoss will say that because, well, why wouldn't they, regardless? <laughs> like, it's kind of like a composite fan. However, when I'm running around... 90% of people I see running around in overworld, including like, oh, we're going to just do this lava vent. We're going to do this volcanic vent or this, um, you know, th this whatever, abyssal geyser, mm. this dragon. 90% of people have companions. Like, they're just, I mean, always there. There's even so if many you companions. don't need them at all, their commentaries and stuff is well written. So, like, just having them around for extra commentary on random things sure. is amazing. Yeah, and I even joked that I was like, oh, I can't see these being super useful. And at least from my playstyle, they're not super useful. Mm. However, I always have Ember out, I realize. <laughs> <laughs> She's just always next to me. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I guess I just use this no matter. Like, my default is to always have mm -hmm. one of the companions, Ember being my favorite, so she tends to be there. But it's like, oh, yeah, no, I always have this out. I really think the Argonian mercenary looks very cool. Um, mm -hmm. And actually, the other one, the Red Guard we get, is an Arcanist class. So that's mm -hmm. very cool. And I really like the Argonian as a warden because I don't like playing wardens. Um, <laughs> I, I really don't. They're just not for me. I think I, I, I very it. clunky. And ice, I'm, ice magic, man, my favorite. Yeah. So that's the thing. I'm very clunky with their skills and everything like that. I think wardens probably look skill wise the coolest, possibly mm. with the exception of maybe the Arcanist now. So I would love to have a warden now as a companion because that's really cool. Like to have all the warden skills yeah. flying around. So big, big fan of that, bringing in two more classes. And it's kind of neat seeing the new Arcanist class as one of the companions right out the gate. Yeah. Yeah. And it will like, I don't think, um, I will open up a new character just to see the skills and stuff like that for Arcanist. Uh, nope. mainly will like to mess around with it in PTS because I can't be bothered to level up a whole new character. Sure. Uh, um, so I'm not going to be playing an Arcanist. Because uh, Dr Dragon Knight, that's my only properly leveled character across sure. eight years of playing. So having a companion that is Arcanist 
will allow me to actually enjoy those as well. As you yep. as you are with Wardens, for me, it's going to be the Arcanus. Yeah, you should be with Arcanus, uh, sure. sure. I, I don't know, though. Like, I'm, maybe... I Depends on some of the skills. It might yeah. be very fun class to tank with, but I, I don't see anything replacing my love for Dragon Knight when it comes to tanking. Yeah. But you also never I, know. I'm not sure. Right. One of the gifts or screenshots did showcase sort of like an spectral armor. Um, so I guess they do have certain level of tanky abilities on them, but yeah. every oh, yeah, class also that defensive does. Line. Sure, mm. right. So we shall see. I'm curious about the ultimates as well. Like yep. what sort of Hermomora related ultimates Become we are a going speaker, to get. Right. Yeah. Mm. Absolutely. Like, Tentacle meteor, I don't know. <laughs> Tentacle meteor. <laughs> portals open and just a whole bunch of books start flying at your enemy, <laughs> hitting them in the head. Uh, stuff like that, I guess, I hope. So, on top of all this, uh, we got sort of a roadmap as well. So the year is going to start with the Scribes of Fate dungeon DLC. Yes. Uh, with that, we we are going to get the free Necrom uh, prologue quest, and then on June, I'm reading Matty's card. <laughs> if he had gotten a bard, Ark would have played him as his new main. I yep. actually may have, would have, could have done that. Yes. <laughs> hey, Ark facts. He was right. <laughs> um. So, Scribes of the Fate dungeon DLC, two dungeons, uh, Necrom prologue quest. And then on June, we are going to get the Necrom chapter. And then instead of a zone story DLC, we are going to get a quality of life improvements, bug fixes and stuff like that. That was mentioned uh, in the letters to the community in one of the previous episodes. And then the roadmap showed new game system at the end of the year. Now... Yes. What normally happens is we either get a new class, a new skill line, something like that, or we get a new game system. We don't get a class and a new game system. However, this year, we are going to get a new class and a new game system. And they mentioned it super briefly. Rich only said one sentence about it. Endless dungeons with a body. So duo yep. dungeons, I assume procedurally generated because they are endless, or maybe it's going to be in a loop. I don't know. I, yeah, like a pattern of them. But that, if that's half as cool as it sounds, I am super for this. This might um, be the thing that brings a lot of people back into the game. Yes, I really, really like the sound of this. It is just a concept because like a lot of my friends have we, we've talked about it and, you know, pretty common. A lot of people have wanted two player arenas. Mm. This seems like it could fill that desire, which is like, oh, man, that is awesome. Yeah, because uh, then we'd have our four player content, our 12 player content, our solo content and duos content. Mm. Very cool. Big fan of the idea. Because this. like I love the concept of arenas, but as a pure tank. I don't do arenas because I've seen yeah. one crazy dude do veteran maelstorm arena as a pure tank um he was 
coincidentally also a Hermamora fan. And I think he was broken by that experience, if I remember correctly, talking about it on the show as well. Would you look at that coincidence? Uh, <laughs> does that yeah. sound familiar? <laughs> yeah, it's weird. That's uh, what was that from? <laughs> that that was Milestorm Arena, right? The one you it did sure as a was. pure tank. Yep. And... Because I was like, once once somebody said you have to make a DPS, I said, don't tell me my fucking business, and spent thirty one <laughs> hours failing at it until I beat it, and then I was like, well, that was a huge mistake. <laughs> So, yeah, basically, to not do that, I don't do arenas. Um, yep. And, and that was, with, with you this, want to talk like... about way back, that was back with Morrowind. Mm, true. I, I did it right before the whole, the game is ending because they were screwing with everybody's, um, I think you had a max of 530 CP or something sad, uh, or maybe it was 800. No, no, I think it was before we even got to that. It was farther back. We had we weren't before a... 810? Yeah, it wasn't it immediately 810? Nope. <laughs> there were checkpoints Oh, we had like the... six... Oh, you are right. 810 <laughs> was the increased amount. Yes, it sure was. Um, I forget exactly me. what number uh, Morrowind was, but everybody was like, oh my God, we're not going to be able to sustain, sustain it all. This is terrible. Blah, blah, blah. Um, which granted, there were plenty <laughs> of changes that didn't land with people that's fine but it you know it was another the end of the world scenario blah blah um but i remember being like oh man i can't deal with res lessened resources i'm already in rough enough shape this is brutal so I, that was my big blitz was to do it right before morrowind dropped so the power creep was a lot less <laughs> too even as a tank i think at the time my dps was probably around like i think 4,000 or like 3,100 or something, which, about right. spoiler alert for VMA, not a fast or efficient way to do VMA. Mm. <laughs> Especially that troll arena where it was you... the last. The la the, the, yeah, oh, yeah. The, I, the Rink of Frozen Blood was shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's that was rough. And the final one when people were like, oh, yeah. And, and since then, now that I've you know play on dps as well you go up uh in that final arena and you you have like one thing where you go up and you break the three crystals mm. and you come down and you have your final confrontation and it's been years now so maybe i'm remembering incorrectly but i think i had to go upstairs 18 times i would not be surprised yeah sounds about yeah right. it, it was it took forever i couldn't break the crystals and i had like <laughs> barely any dots that did anything i was like oh yeah this dot's doing like 130 and it's like great this is yeah. wonderful um yeah whereas now it's like oh yeah if I, if I if i go up a second time this was kind of a sloppy run whereas yeah <laughs> at that point it was like oh yeah i had to go up like 18 times and i would always die to those crematorial guards and mm. it was just Nightmare yeah. world, nightmare I just, world. Don't, I, do, I just don't did, be like me. Learn from me. Yeah, I just did normal milestone arena as a tank uh, when it first came out. Took me two and a half hours, and I never cursed that much in ESO <laughs> or in any game in my life. And I was like, this is not, this is not healthy at all. This is, <laughs> this is not supposed to be done. But yeah, so endless dungeons. I don't know how they're gonna do it, but if my imagination is you know, wave logic with occasional bosses, and the more you clear, the more rewards you get. There's a leaderboard, yeah. maybe. 
if they tie it up to a good incentive reward system, and it, instead of just giving like, oh yeah, this is gonna give you, you know, five Telvars, 10 AP, um, random box <laughs> of goodies, but rather actually have meaningful rewards like the arenas have, right? then I can just grab a pure DPS with me, go my, you know, no healer tank mode, roll in there, I don't know, this could... This could really be the activity that could bring me back into ESO as like, okay, I only have like X amount of time. I have very limited game time. What do I want to do? Whoever's available, do you want to do this right. endless dungeon? Let's go in until we die. We die. Okay, yeah, that's it for tonight. Let's go <laughs> yep. do our things. So that's I don't know. I, I'm I'm the most excited about this completely vague concept out of yeah. the whole whole reveal just, event right now right yeah just the idea of it is so interesting mm -hmm. and that we are getting a class and this like that i know again it's they, unusual it's yeah they're they they're going hard this year a lot of people were like oh last year was definitely kind of slow or whatever i mean i i, I was pleased with it despite my problems with other parts of it mm. i was still happy this is like okay they're swinging for the fences like they they clearly are really doubling down on a lot of this stuff so if if, if this lands all pretty well this will be very very interesting yeah. um because it sounds awesome and we didn't even get information on the trial um yeah which there, there's another 12-man trial. Uh, zero information on that other than this exists. <laughs> um, but there's also, uh, you know, you had mentioned the dungeons coming. Yeah. But at the same time, we don't know anything about them yet. So that that's yet to be revealed. We just mm -hmm. know they're coming. Um, so there's still like a lot more that we haven't even discovered yet that's there's there's a lot to talk about outside that plus they give a run through of like events and stuff like that um so there's lots yeah. of stuff happening this year it seems very very active compared to what some people seem to think was slow last year <laughs> so the dungeon is going to happen oh actually no the the i don't know if you have a release date for the dungeon but uh, this uh, Friday... I think it's March, yeah, I was gonna say. It's in March, yeah. but we've got the ESO Live Friday, right? Yeah, so they're going to do a Dungeon DLC and Update 37 uh, preview on yep. Friday, 4pm EST, 9pm GMT. I actually don't know if I'll be able to get this show out tomorrow. Normally, I'm working home, working from home on Thursday, so I can edit this show like in between while eating lunch, stuff like that. But tomorrow I'm going to be going to my lead developer's house because he got a new puppy and he was like, do you want to come over and work from Aww, my puppy. place? And I was like, I'm not going to get any work done because I'm just going to yeah, play it, with the, with the puppy. And I was like, it's yeah, no, that's time. fine. Just <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's legit. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'm probably not going to be able to edit this uh, tomorrow. <laughs> that's fine. That's we'll an acceptable see. reason not to. <laughs> Always puppy time. Yeah, yeah. Um, so honestly, I think that's. I'm checking uh... Twitter to see if. Oh, talk about the gear. But that's the gear that was yeah. that you so... just bought out the entire. Yeah, stuff. no. So I bought <laughs> all the Bethesda gear. There are there is a, an, <clears throat> um, 
there's a Shadows Over Morrowind um, themed shirt, uh, like they always do with the custom Ouroboros and stuff like that. Um, there is a Necrom, uh, what do they call it? Lith lithograph. It's like a fancy print, um, as well as a, they, they, make the statues which i've always said i think are very cool uh i always preferred it when they were just like one big bundle but that's fine they let you buy it at piecemeal um there is a hermaeus mora one which i have long wanted um my nerd shelf is not complete without my giant mm -hmm. weird hermaeus mora book stack thing and now it is mine um I had, because uh, I, I wasn't sure that I was going to have solid enough internet while this was happening. Um, so shout out to uh, a Grizz, as well as a couple other people who were, were looking out for me, uh, just in case, like, I didn't have access. And uh, Grizz gave me a heads up that he was like, oh, that's, the store page is, like, updating. So I went to it. Uh. <laughs> and I actually bought the statue before they announced it on stream because it popped up <laughs> on my feed. <laughs> so so i literally own the statue before they said you could buy a statue because <laughs> it went live on bethesda gear first yeah um, I, it's you you <laughs> might be the first global order to be honest i wouldn't I, be surprised I am very, i'll be very curious because they are numbered usually i'm curious what number i <laughs> i don't think it's related to what order you have or whatever but it should be funny it was like it, yeah, honestly I, it might be the order yeah, it might like, be. Which if, if you, I get number one, hell yeah! If, <laughs> if you get number two or something, you gotta track down whoever's the first. Right, who's number one, and we can yeah. play like that dramatic battle music, and we can just like fight with our Hermes Mora statues exactly. or something yeah. like that. Yeah, just yeah. the only way to decide for good who's the who's the <laughs> more fan of Hermes. Yeah, Mora. <laughs> who's the Mora fan? No. <laughs> um, so the uh. That stuff, very cool. Um, I did post on Twitter my link thing for being a brand ambassador. Cringe, because that is the most cringe name ever. Um, <clears throat> but you don't really need my link. Um, I, I typed up a code. Like, I made up a code because I wasn't sure. I always like giving people the discount code that I can make for 20% off. However, there is a flash sale, and it's going to February 1st. So if you want anything that is Elder Scrolls related, it is all 20% off right now, which would be the code that I could give you anyway. So you don't need to use my stuff unless you just want to give me credit for sending you mm -hmm. there, which is whatever. <laughs> um, but the, um, the thing about that is it just can't be a pre-order, which unfortunately does not include the statue. Womp womp. Mm. Um, or it can't already be on sale for something else. It's the same stipulations that seem to count for when I give codes. It needs to just be a normal priced item. Um, but until February 1st, stuff's on sale in the Bethesda store if it's ESO-based. And if you want to buy something that isn't ESO-based, then actually use BT Mora and just click my thing on Twitter or just ask me if you don't have Twitter or whatever. So people have done that before. Mm -hmm. They're like, can I have yeah. your actual link so I can save money on this? And it's like, absolutely, that's literally why i applied for the thing so like, <laughs> whatever um but yeah you can save on the things because as much as i love the stuff from the bethesda store it is not cheap if you can yeah. save any money on it please for the love of god do so <laughs> they are um, getting more like the statues go up in price every year too just ever slightly 
it's was it 125 last year? I don't remember honestly. I kind of black out. Uh, well, I checked the. E I saw the EU store. But I think it's like okay. 135 euros. It's 135. In the okay, EU so it's 135 um, American dollar dues for. Okay, I think they gone my was like Mora. 100, they... 110 ish. Yeah. And then the the sword fella behind you. I think that was like 120 ish, and now it's 130 ish. Yeah, 135. So I feel like it goes up 10 every iteration. Yeah, may, you, you know, you might be right, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm a big, big, big fan. Um, if, big if, fan if, of this if, one. Didn't if, care. They could have been like, oh, it's a thousand dollars. They're like, well, this is a huge fucking mistake, and I'd buy it anyway. If it wasn't <laughs> for the, the thing... whole like shipping and import taxes and shit like that, I would order. Not the Hermamora, oh, yeah. but the Swordfella, definitely. I forgot the name. Oh, yeah, I'm just going to call him Swordfella. Yeah, Ascended Lord, Swordfella. Oh, there you go, yeah. <laughs> Sword, Swordlord. Um, Sword, ooh, I like that. Swordlord. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, the other thing, too, uh, I, I'm sure they'll probably come up with more of them, but I believe it was Kika who said the EU store is actually already out of Hermes Mora statues. Oh, yeah. Because, mm -hmm. yeah. Because Hermes Mora is life. Um, so Yo, I was yeah. really worried that you wouldn't because you 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 didn't reply would, at all. I, I didn't see so you post anything on Twitter. Do, yeah, I was trying to do everything on my phone with <laughs> like three bars, and I'm like, "Fuck you, work." Like, <laughs> so like that that was kind of why. Um, so then I like had a backlog. I think when I actually went back to Discord, like once I got it ordered. And I could like close that and then just have the stream going. I had like 57 notifications mm. just from everybody who were like, Did you see the statue? Did you get one? <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> I, I was really worried that it was gonna go out of stock before you before you got it. Yeah. Like, at but, some point I thought about asking Promethean, like, maybe you should order one just in case. I mean, I, he's again <laughs> there know, are people who actually ask I, again it's why like people like to joke about how the internet's like junk but it's like so many people were like so concerned about me getting my statue it was <laughs> like oh this is so you're all so heartwarming thank you i <laughs> uh but yeah so i did manage to get it um it will be prominently on display forever when it arrives very 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 excited this is it's all coming together so, I think we covered everything. I, I talked think, about yeah. the Necrom, Apocrypha, Hermamora, the lore. Yeah. The new class, the endless battles, endless dungeons. <laughs> right. Um, so, the only other thing that I actually want to bring up, and I guess it's the closest thing I really have to a tale, because I'm, it ties into Update 37 which okay. is the one that's on the horizon and going to PTS. And this is really the last thing I think there is of note. We'll be getting more information on the new dungeons and updates, uh, update 37 specifically, along with, um, assuming probably the PTS next week or maybe the week after. Mm -hmm. um, usually, once they announce it, it's pretty soon thereafter. So I would assume maybe a week or two. Um... I want the, the thing I want to bring up because it's something I've been doing and I've been running with a lot of people and I want to shout out uh, a couple of my buddies who actually just got their Unchained. Um, many of which you've probably seen on <clears throat> when I stream before, but like uh, constantly uh, on, in my group, he was part of the Thrasian Slayers or I guess still is 
uh, neonato who really wanted unchained more than like the rest of us even um that was like the title he wants the way i want like god slayer type of thing mm -hmm. as my only remaining one that was his only remaining one but then we had all the changes and we kind of just weren't running and we had gotten within a death so many times there is um <clears throat> I had mentioned that I didn't like the ping-ponging of the Oaken Soul, where I thought it was super overpowered. That's totally fine. Then it got rained in, and I was like, oh, this, this is kind of butts. So they buffed mm -hmm. it back up again, and I'm like, okay, this is less butts. This actually works. And then it got changed again and again, mm -hmm. and it just won't stop. Um, however, it's been out for a while in its current state, and it's kind of just been floating. And... It turns out there is a very, very specific style of play that works really well with the Oaken Soul Ring. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and it is got a very high floor of talent where you're 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 hitting where it matters with very little stress. But your ceiling is really close to where the floor is. Like there's really not <laughs> a lot of range. Like it's pretty much this range and that's it mm -hmm. um which i think is good because that was that's much more back to the original situation that's that they the had said they wanted that it Correct. was set to be introduced for like yes um and i would like to, you know i want to just say like because i you know we always like to bag on everybody else when they get something wrong or whatever i want to just say that like okay I didn't, I, I was super lukewarm on where it seemed to end with update 35. I was like, mm. yeah, it's fine. Okay, whatever. Well, now this is formulated. I take it back. I don't think this is fine. I think this is really, really fun. Um, okay. <laughs> I like this a lot, actually, because I started messing with it. And um, Neonado and the crew, they got unchained with it. Oh, yeah. Um, I think you mentioned that. Yeah. Yes. So... The thing is, it is hyper not meta. This is not a meta <laughs> set. Um, so theoretically, it isn't top end. It also doesn't really work in PvP. I hope... Zoss, just leave the ring alone. <laughs> and I've maybe made use this... it as a baseline for other stuff, too. Yes. Like... Um, I... I... <laughs> I really, I had mentioned it pretty much prior to every time they changed it. So maybe I'm bad luck and you can all blame me if they change it because they're like, you <laughs> moron, why did you say it on the show? Because now they've changed it again. But I feel like it's doing, despite that a lot of us didn't think it was, and some people still don't think it does, but as somebody who's in the, like, I can DPS now, I am not the best by any means. This is now more fun to me than Templar. And oh. I oh I am running the sorcerer version. Um it is just it is fun. Um let it stay fun, Zoss. <laughs> <laughs> it it's super accessible, it's fun to play, its skill ceiling is not high enough that you need to nerf it. Please leave it alone. <laughs> that's that's really so. I have been running a lot of dungeons with it. Actually, I've kind of jumped back into ESO quite a bit with any game time I have available. Um, and it's just we've been having a ball with it. We have like three of us on it or two of us on it and a tank. We actually have 
our tanks, because it doesn't work like a normal setup, because you have all those buffs from the Oakensole ring. So our tanks need to use specifically different sets just to try to mesh with everything. <laughs> and it's like, we've been having so much fun. And I my my peak on a Templar was when I hit 89.9, whatever, like 57 or something like that. I was a skosh under... 90k damage and i was like god that's my goal i gotta hit 90 <laughs> like that's and then we got 10,000 nerfs and i was like ah, i can't hit that um <laughs> but um this thing is so much fun i've just basically been running this i don't want to tank i've just been running around with a, a, a pet sorcerer and this oaken soul thing so like it's fun it's not overpowered I really hope they leave this one alone and just let it be kind of like you said, a benchmark for, hey, you can use this to get into stuff. But if you want to go for score pushing or you want to go for hyper optimization, that's fine. Like, that's mm -hmm. totally fine. This is not for you, but this is accessible enough that if you want to practice the content, you can practice trifectas and get them if you just run this and you practice the dungeon, because you're not just going to yeah. put this on and be like, cool, I just trifected everything. It does not work like that. <laughs> it's just like, it gives you just enough to get over those thresholds for like speed runs and no deaths, but you still got to actually like know the ins and outs of yeah. the dungeon. And you could do it way more efficiently if you were just faster on another thing. So honestly, that's really like my only tales was I've been doing this a lot and just tying mm. into like, potential changes with update 37 because we don't know their direction on what the end point is with with combat yet i hope they're finally done with the oaken soul ring and just let it be because right now it is sweet and it is super fun so and it works on any class it's just more effective on other classes, like some classes over others i will definitely need Orkin Soul when I do return to ESO properly and have the time to actually play the game. But yep. watch the first note, like patch note of update 37 PTSB. Yeah. We gave Lotus the Hermamora and we are taking away <laughs> the Orkin Soul. <laughs> like... All right. So, yes, counter counterpoint here. This is my year. Don't fuck with the Oaken Soul <laughs> Keep giving me all the things I want. Uh, also, if you are enjoying Oaken Soul that much and don't like your Templar anymore, you can delete your Templar <clears throat> completely. I, I, uh, well, there, there's relevant. no reason to do that. That would just be... Uh, there are plenty of reasons to delete your Templar. <laughs> I feel like completely is... objectively looking at the that's, issue, I feel... I, very rude. I, Why? Well, thoughtless from thoughtless a, that i would ever from a very non-biased point of view i feel like you can delete your templar it's <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so guarnier is even getting a little play because uh, or less play because uh i have uh i've got my sorcerer who is woefully underused as it was definitely not just a crafting <laughs> mule after i learned what the skills were so this has been very interesting uh, to actually goof around on a uh, yeah, like Rob the Princess says, I'm playing another character. That is right. I actually am playing a third character. I've and you're going to be I've, playing a fourth very very soon. Oh my god, I know that new one. Oh, looks so. Oh, also, it was brought up in chat. It was confirmed on the forums again. Actually, let me just. Uh, who was it that actually mentioned? Uh, it looks like 
Rihanna Sue, is that how you pronounce that? I probably just butchered your name. Uh, it, apologies. Uh, confirmed that I, one thing I had seen, um, questions on, do we get another character slot? It's supposedly yes. confirmed we get a character slot and you're allowed to buy a second one still, even if you're at 18. So, yeah. so we are going to go 20 up to now, 20 with one of yes. them being free. Yes. So very, very cool, which mm. makes sense because that's what they did with the uh, other two, if I yeah. remember correctly. So I guess uh, that, that brings is, us... I think the whole the, thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's yeah. almost 5 a.m., so good timing. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> gotta get up early tomorrow. Gonna go play with a uh, puppy. Yeah, <laughs> see? That's <laughs> not, just not, it. Not, not, even, not even concerned about the work at this point. No, <laughs> it's just puppy time. Well, that's that's just it. It's like we had a, we had a shed built. What's the first thing I did? bring boots out to go play in the shed to see if she mm. likes it that's that's it there she she had fun she rolled around <laughs> in the mud and then brought it in the shed and i was like do you like the shed she likes the shed so that's what i mean is puppy approved yeah. you gotta just go play with puppies <laughs> it's the way to go <laughs> so we'll do more detailed uh like discussion episodes as we get more details with pts right. um updates if they do a hands-on event like the previous years yeah. Um, if you get to be a part of that again, we'll do an episode on that after actually testing the whole thing. Even though last sure. year we were like, we both didn't have time. I don't remember what it was, but... I was super busy and I remember playing cards and I'd be like, either I'm real dumb or this is real complicated. And I, I had no idea what I was doing. Figure it out during the hands-on testing I last year. No. <laughs> I don't know what the hell was wrong with me. As soon as it went live, I was like, oh, I get this. What the hell? Why couldn't I get this before? This is so straightforward and I love this. Well, because Let's... during the hands-on testing, it just I know, had question I I was... marks and stuff. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's probably why. I was just panic clicking <laughs> things. And it was like, once I actually was doing it, I was like, oh, I actually really enjoy this. So. Yeah. Um, so anyway, let's wrap it up. Lotus, where can people find you and your constant fangirling that will be happening throughout the entire <laughs> next year? Oh man, this it's going to be constant. Um, so I am Lotus of Doom pretty much everywhere. Um, Twitch and Twitter and YouTube. And uh, yeah, if I'm not playing Elder Scrolls online, I tend to do other Elder Scrolls stuff. I recently posted... A lot of you who listen to this show had been ones to suggest I try doing it. Um, I used to review the loot crates on the show. Um, <laughs> I just did a loot crate unboxing on my YouTube. Uh, there's a few things that people have suggested that I could do different in the future, which I would like to try to do to make it a little more watchable for everybody. But it was my first attempt at something like that, um, <laughs> which was kind of fun. And a lot of people seem to like it so i guess as long as they keep sending them to me i'll keep doing them but it's always a surprise <laughs> when they show up at my house because i don't know why they keep doing that uh, yay <laughs> um but yeah so that's that's pretty much it if i have an account there i'm probably lotus of doom there you go folks and for me i am arcaneer everywhere except on twitch i am arcaneer's quest uh, well, I mean, I have the Arcaneer account as well. At some point, I really need to swap the names, but Arcaneer's Quest is the active one. Although I no longer really stream games, I stream game development stuff, uh, but we'll see where that goes. But yeah, if, if it's Arcaneer, A-R-K-H-A-N-I-I-R, it should be me. And as for the show, you can follow everything we do over at TalesofTarmielPodcast.com. There you can find links to all of our social media and content, 
Be sure to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash UESP if you want to help support the show and earn awesome Elder Scrolls themed rewards. You can also consider leaving us a 5-star review on iTunes so people know that we are a real podcast, that we say real words, and sometimes it matters. Thank you all so very much for joining us on this episode of Tales of Tomriel, and we will see you all next week. Have a great night, everyone. See you later. When Akatosh slew Lorcan, he ripped his heart right out. He hurled it across Tamriel, and the heart was heard to shout. Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the The laughing heart sprayed blood afar, a gout on seer it fell. And like a dart shot to its mark, down in an alien well. Magic effused the Lorcan blood to crystal red and strong. Then wild elves cut and polished it down to chimel at a ball. Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end. When elves lost Nern to men, Akatosh gave the stone to Saint Alesh in token of her right to sit the throne. Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end.